Welcome to Boomers with Beverages. I have my beverage. Do you have yours? Today we have an amazing show. Right now, it's time to welcome our host, Mr. Jim Burroughs. <laughs> <laughs> Set that down and talk to people, Jim. No, I just I just love how sometimes you're so full of shit. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We have I could, let's we, do the let's we, start again. Let's no, start again. Let's do it an, again. We have an Give amazing show. Don't no, hold on. Let's do you, it again. You can let's, do it. You can, let's let everybody hear it well, come ahead. twice. Do really? It. Do it. Yeah. Oh, he can't. He can't. Go ahead, play no, where you it's could from. do that. You could do a new intro right now. Just well, do let's it. do another one. Yeah. You want to do another one? Yeah, we, let's do another one. We'll, we'll just have, we'll have two intros for this show. Don't stop it. Don't stop anything. So this is why this show's amazing. We're going to have two we intros. We are more than amazing. We are incredible. Three, yep. two, one. Welcome to Boomers with Beverages. Welcome to Boomers with Beverages. I've had three glasses of wine, and I have no idea where I'm going from here. So, to bail my ass out, uh, yeah. please welcome our new host and MC, Jim Bros. Jim Bros. Jim Bros. That's how your son used to say my name when he was a little dude. Jim Bros. Jim Bros. Go Jim Bros. Jim Bros. Jim Bros. I was. I had one. One long. It wasn't two words. It was just Jim Bros. Jim Bros. Jim Bros. People had eyebrows, and there's Jim Bros. <laughs> Very nice. That's cool. You did a good job. Thanks again for that. Gee, uh, thanks. That's why I'm here. I, I don't That's know. The only I, I, I always am missing the adjectives to describe your intros. You know, like electric, ingenious, eclectic, stupefying, boring, wacky. Um, well, we'll, we'll come up with a good one. Senseless. I've got to go through my thesaurus <laughs> and see what rhymes with sucks. <laughs> Mirabilioso. That's it. Oh, I don't know what that is. Is that somebody you dated? Shortly. Oh. That's, Mira? The, that's the Italian word for marvelous. Mom. Oh. Mm. See, say you know what? Again. Okay, before, but let's just bookmark this, but I, we got to say hello. Jim Burroughs, Artie Widgery. Yes. Pete Molina. Yes. Ciao. It's good. We are the boomers. We are the boomers, not just the boomers. We are the boomers with beverages. We're going to yes. talk about what we're drinking here in a minute. We got to give kudos to Art Baker, as always, for doing his work behind the scenes. Taylor Scott, thank you for everything you do. As soon as we figure that out, <laughs> we'll send you a check. <laughs> So we appreciate you as always. But I have to say this because, again, and I don't know what I was watching on television and the news, Italian definitely is one of the most pleasant, pleasing, interesting dialects and languages. Cause that, and the reason I say that is because when I hear German, I just cringe. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind a, of a it's, hateful sounding It's literally, language. yeah, it's, it's like harsh. Yeah, it's harsh. Oh, my gosh, that's perfect. Exactly right. Stürwig de Nacht, what? Yeah. No. Yeah, and and, and you're just, you're, you're, that's probably I love you in German. Yeah. No, it's still still be the night. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. I mean, it's just everything about it is so, and I'm not, you know, I'm sure there's, well, I hope there are some redeeming German folks out there. Of that, course there are. I know there are. I'm kidding. I'm just saying it's not a very pretty, pleasant language. Oh, we see. And I don't, I'm not a fan of French either because French just sounds like. <laughs> It's like whatever, you know. It's like, it's, everything everything yeah. they say sounds like they're getting Spoke, ready to go to the bathroom. Spoken like that, it's not very good. Well, no, already had when you did that bonjour. <laughs> well, you can't say the rest of it. You know, what in your, in your act? You'd say bonjour, poke somebody in the eye. Remember that in your act? But you used to. Nope, it, I don't it was bonjour. M. Uh, yeah, yeah. You had a word that followed that we can't I'm use. Trying on the to, well, there we go. Cross that. Well, that, that I think that's what you were getting at. Do I you want to get it out of your once. system now? Do you have any urinary issues that you want? Because normally you save it for the end of the podcast. 
We don't I've, know where Artie is, I've but sa- check the bathroom. I'm saving your bacon now. No, we're fine. But Pete, honestly, the Italian, good stuff. It is. It, it's it's a pretty language. Uh, so, so is Spanish. I mean, there's lots of other good languages. Sure. I mean, <laughs> French, there's lots of other Fr- good French languages. French is actually a, a, a pretty language. I, I, I get your point because... The French can be a little bit snobby on on occasion about their language. I think it's just the language that sounds snotty. I don't know if they're snotty. Yeah, they might yeah. be. It's just the language. It is. You're right. Yeah. It's, but, but same with uh, uh, it, in the Philip like tie like there's certain la- it's always like they're yelling like the Filipino. Yeah. Well, that's because they're usually in the yeah. restaurant, you know, shouting in the kitchen. We have a restaurant down the street from us that we get Chinese for now because the other Chinese place. I don't know what they they changed their rice recipe. <laughs> Does that That's make not sense? Recipe. I mean, we're, we're not using water to well, make our rice it's anymore. It's just it's like tiny rice. It's like baby rice. So I didn't I didn't know rice could. It's gross. It's not good. So okay, a, then don't go there anymore. There's a restaurant and it's called Happy Cuisine, but I was called Happy Cousin by mistake. <laughs> we're gonna go to the Happy Cousin. We're gonna go to the Happy and every Cousin. Every time, every time I call, you know, they, that's how they answer the phone. What's up, Madawtoya? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. It's that's like, what I wanted. I'm like, How'd you know? I'm sorry, I'm mocking them, but you know, if you want to make fun of me saying A and being Canadian, have at it. But it's a? just, it's just when you're, you, you should have somebody on the phone that's a little more pleasant, right? Yeah, the, you know, the same way up here. The, the, more, the Asian you know, restaurant I go to, they're not yeah. very pleasant. I mean, I don't she's get really it. angry all the time. Maybe she. Maybe is. she's not angry, but she, she sure sounds like. Oh, die, oh, die, die. Yeah, I have no I idea. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyway, that was a lo- that was a long way to pr- say our point about uh, yeah. Italian, and I think, yeah. I love how you share the uh, the, the language though. Because are you fluent somewhat? Or no? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty fluent. I, I could awesome. use I could use a little bit more on the vocabulary. I love but, that man, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, you drop me anywhere in, anywhere in Italy, and I'm I'm good. I just know American and Canadian. That's the only two languages I know. <laughs> really? Yes. Do so you, you are bilingual. I am. <laughs> Well, I'm lingual. <laughs> Not bi. <laughs> I'm lingual. I speak northern you and you southern. You don't have to hide anymore. <laughs> northern and southern and Indiana. Southern. Is that no, your language? No, northern and southern. Oh, that's true. You do. There are some interesting uh, dialects. There are millions of dialects. Well, did you break? Globe, when did you? In Indiana, 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 we have our own. I think we probably have about it. 10 to 20 yeah, I, different Oh, dialects. easily. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah know, that, That's an interesting point because I think a lot of people come from uh, different countries and they come to America not expecting the different dialects. Yeah. They, that's and, why and, they and, say it's the toughest language to learn, yeah. one of them, because of that. I mean, right. the, I, I, and I, slang. I've, slang. Been, I've been in parts of the United States, no, most likely in the Deep South, where I'm really struggling sometimes to understand some of the things. Well, like saying. when we were in uh-huh. Georgia, uh-huh. the uh-huh. guy came up to me after my show and he goes, "You need to stop out by my stand and before you leave and buy some of our product." I go, "What are you selling?" He goes, "Bald penis." <laughs> I go, "Bald penis. Uh, I can take care of that in the shower." <laughs> and he's, "No, no, no, bald penis." Uh-huh. What do you mean, bald penis? Bald. Pe-. So he gave me his card. It was boiled peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were. Del- have you ever had boiled peanuts? No, peanuts. <laughs> oh, boiled peanuts. Yeah. Boiled peanuts. Yeah. Have you ever oh, had New really Orleans, Louisiana. They're doing the mixed Creole with French and yeah, and and, 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 and uh, yeah. English. That's it's, where it's most crazy. of them are. Yeah. See, the I would be. I'd be the new. I'd be the new person comes over, trying to learn the language. And, and my the first person I would run into would be Barbara Billingsley. I speak jive. <laughs> I go great. <laughs> And I'd look at her like, what are you saying? What am I going to do with that? But it's true. I mean, honestly, look how many different parts of the country you can go, and it's yeah. 
a whole different way of speaking. There's a documentary that was made back in the uh, 70s, uh, early 80s or late 70s, called American Tongues. And it talked about at least 2,000 different dialects from one end of the country to the next. Wow. And I'll be honest with you, it was one of the most fascinating things I ever saw. You can find it now. Uh, you can probably find it on YouTube, as a matter of fact. Uh, that wasn't a John Holmes Ameri- Hypatia Lee American movie? Tongues. That wasn't American Tongues. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh. I looked at it 3D. I tell you, the, the most difficult place I had to understand English was uh, I took a trip to Scotland for a business meeting mm, one oh, time. Wow. Oh. And I allegedly they speak English there. No. Not even close. It, I was there a week and I was grateful that by the end of the week, I was able to understand approximately 50% well, it's, of what the people were saying. It's because they, most of their language is now built around uh, uh, slang. Seriously, sure. most of I don't know what, the, what it was. Slang. There's a it slang was for everything. really it's difficult. Brogue with Irish, or do you say Scottish brogue, brogue too? Can you say brogue? Brogue, yes. So, so, you can say that. So I, I see your point. And then they talk pretty fast, too, right? Yes, they so, talk. Now... They were some of the friendliest people I'd ever run into. Thank God, because they loved of, the party. Because uh, I just nodded my head, and that was good well, most of the time. Aust- but Australia man. too. Australia, they they speak uh, in, a, in good, a lot of cool slang, language. lots yeah. of slang. Yeah, and it can go on forever, and it will take you a long time to understand some of the words. Scottish guys have it made it. though. I mean, uh, you spend all your time walking in a skirt. I mean, that's just <laughs> how nice is that? Now, and you're still a man. I'm going to I'm going to still a man. I'm going to dispel a myth. Kilts are worn typically on very uh, special occasions, ah, like weddings, right. okay. you know, marriages. Yeah. You know, yeah. When uh, you're playing a bagpipe. But yes. Playing a bagpipe, Or yes. playing with your so bag. It's, it, it, they are reserved for special occasions. Okay. Well, no, I, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sure, I, I get that. I'm glad yeah. to help out. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Uh, Drink-wise, what do you got? Artie? I'm I'm drinking water. Drinking what? Oh no. No, 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 no you're no, not. No, 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 you're not. No, you're I'm not. having a. Don't drink water. It's, it's called a mock. Uh, cosmopolitan. A mock, a mock, mopolitan? mock cosmopolitan. It looks like water, but it's not. <laughs> so what's in it? Uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Have I'll no let idea. you think about that one then. Well, okay. Mr. Smarty a mock, cosmopo- a mock it's, cosmopolitan. It's got cranberry juice. I'm drinking a virgin water. Oh, what is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Pete Molina, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Yingling from the well. I love that was my favorite I'm Chuck t- Berry I'm, song. I loved Yingling. I loved it, but now uh, that it's here in Indiana, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's it, it was it was kind of kind of cool because yeah. it was it was kind it's of not rare. Anymore, wore no, off, yeah. yeah. And, and now I'm just tired of it. I had so much. I've of actually that, I've actually been to the to the brewery, who I believe is the yeah. oldest uh, brewery in America. Is, is that it really? I think uh, so. That sounds right. Yeah. Are they the same ones that really do, uh, he, it, out here? You it wouldn't be out east. It is. It's, it's, in, it's in, I believe it's in Pottstown, oh, my uh, fault. Pennsylvania. Okay. Oh, that totally makes sense. Who, yeah. does line yeah. and, who does line and Google? Where's line and Google from? The, the, the line in family and the Googles got together, and they did line Google. Where is it? Is it what used to be, they the used brewery? to be involved with the bastards. It was the lion bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to drink uh, a lion bastard beer. But I'm trying to think of where the lion Google brewery is. I think it's in Michigan somewhere, probably. It's a good stuff. Oh, oh, Wisconsin. Uh, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Summer Shandy. Uh, yeah, lion, yeah lion that's Google. the good stuff. That is. Well, the, 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 the summer Shandy's good. I'm not real crazy about their grapefruit Shandy. That yeah, that, that, that was. That and Grasshopper. That was it, really nasty, too. Some of these companies, you know, they, they experiment. They try yeah. a little too hard. Some of those flavors just don't don't work. So remember remember uh, the first, a podcast we did a, little, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, two weeks ago, 
I had a cream ale, Sunken oh, cream yeah. ale. Right. And then I, I kept it for the second podcast <laughs> on the table. The damn thing was still here. So I'm finishing it off on this third podcast, this Sun King Cream Ale, which I love. Well, you're, you're milking that one, aren't you? Oh, kind of. He likes it. But that's the kind of drinker they I like am, though. It. I take my time. I pace myself. I don't want to overdo it. Come on, guys. All right. Top of mind, uh, Artie, hmm. what you got? Um, I want more drive-in movie theaters. I haven't been to a drive-in theater in so uh, probably 15, 20 years. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of craving it. Every time I get to a summer or spring, you know, I'm craving to go into a drive-in movie because I want to make out. It kind of has to be a labor of love to have one, though, because you're not going to make money. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. not going to make money. Because it's going to cost you to get have the a land. Bunch of stuff. You have to do a bunch of stuff other than just showing a movie. Yeah. But or it, you could charge a shitload of money and serve booze. Do you know how many... Can we do drive-in movies are in Indianapolis right now? There's one. Could, that is correct. That's one. Tibbs. Yeah, the Tibbs. That's that it. Is the I, last that's standing one. But it's a triple theater, right? It's still I, a triple theater, right? I don't know. I think it is. I think it's got three screens. Pete, did you light up? No, that's <laughs> that's that's dinner. That's dinner. That's the. Why roast. does it smell like weed? Those are the. Yeah, that was kind of kind of odiferous. <laughs> it's the. It smells good to me. Ah, so you're all right, the, you're I brought saying, the bong. You're saying that's the beef Manhattan? I brought it's the not- bong. <laughs> Have you seen the new bong technology that's out there now? <laughs> no, what am I Holy missing, Artie? It's I mean, a, it's it's a, it's a lot of them. A lot of them are all glass. Yeah. So you can see the buildup of the smoke and so forth, and 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 the bowl come, a, is, comes out. That's not new. I've always bowl. had clear bongs. You always really? Yeah. I had one that was a, a shape of an elephant. It was done in clay, and it was fantastic. It was just wonderful. The carburetor was on the back of his trunk, and you. That's you, pretty you, cool. You sunk, yeah, sunk, I, yeah, that's not new. It's just, it's just repackaged. I think the most popular one out there is shaped like Kim Kardashian's ass, <laughs> and when her butt fills with all that, <laughs> so really? that's a huge deal. You know. Yingling, you know what would have been cool is if Chuck Berry was still alive and they could have done, he could have done the song, My Yingling. <laughs> wow. Was that, wow. he was, was that guy, really he was an underrated entertainer, yeah, wasn't he? He totally was. He totally Chuck was. Berry, oh, underrated? Yes. Oh, no, yes. he wasn't underrated. Everybody knew exactly what he was. We loved him. But you know what, though? I don't know if he was underrated. I, I, I just have to mention this because I, I was trying to just talking to somebody the other day about... <laughs> Yingling. Universally. <laughs> no, I, you, you, let's say Chuck Berry. You, who, who, you, the musician? I'm taking a Chuck Woolery. I'm sorry. He was the game show host, No, I'm, right? th- I'm, th- I'm thinking... No, I'm thinking... <laughs> yeah. I'm referring to the guy that did the gong show. Who was that? Oh, oh Chuck Berry. Chuck, Chuck Woolery. No. Chuck, no. Chuck... Oh, come you, know, on. you know who I'm talking Chuck Barris. You Chuck, Chuck, okay, yes. that's who I'm speaking Sorry. of. He was a oh, funny, he was. he was good. Yeah, but he had his hands at a lot of other stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was kind of like the, the big creator, and then Merv Griffin took over everything. You know, he, but Chuck Barris did he, a ton. He looked, he looked, you know, he, he came across to a lot of people as sort of this goofy guy. He knew exactly what he was doing. And oh, he, yeah, he was he brilliant. Was, he was. He was we brilliant. were talking about, uh, I don't know why the Chuck conversation Barry. came up, in the last 50-plus years, who was the most universally talented individual entertainer and Robin to, Williams well I'm he can sing y- yes but my pick was Sammy Davis Jr. because mm. he people that have seen that saw his show live said it was the most incredible thing because he was a dancer he was a singer he just there was so you know did movies did I mean did everything you know just the versatility all and he only had one eye so I mean that's well I'll, I'll give you another name I don't know if he was better than uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., but the guy who I th- was multi-talented, Victor Borga. Played the piano, sure. sang, yeah. told jokes. <laughs> and what about Chuck Berry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. 
That's the foregone I love conclusion. That. My, we, everybody my loves Chuck. Chuck Woolery. My yingling. <laughs> I'm sitting here drinking my yingling. Man, what is that? What is that smell? That is that is really unique. Okay, it's here's roast. my. It's it's uh, the new beef <laughs> Manhattan. It's roast. It's a ro- yeah, it's, it's a beef Manhattan. It smells like pot. It doesn't smell like no. Pot. It doesn't smell like pot. It's the old guy. If it it's smelled like pot, I'd be over there it's in the, the kitchen. It's the beef man, manhawana. I'll tell you. I'll be right back. Are you going to go check no, it out? I'll be right back. No, don't. Yeah, no, I'll be right back. All right, we got to hold on. Artie's going to go check out the beef Manhattan being made. So I guess it's just, it's the two of us now, right? Well, it's it, leave it. See, this is like Artie in his college days. He smells <laughs> it. He's got to go find it. I can't imagine that a beef man. I, I've had beef Manhattans. They don't smell. It doesn't like smell like beef weed. Manhattan. All right. Well, why, I think it's the waitress. Yeah, she's, she's been out back. <laughs> Yeah, we'll oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we're going to find out. I already went to check to see because I, I kid you not. All right. Well, while we're waiting, I'm going I'm to share one of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain, who I happen to think is. this is, your top of mind? Yes, my oh, top okay. of mind. That's cool. So, who I, uh, I think is absolutely the, the finest American political satirist. Agreed. Satirist in general. But sure. Yeah. Genius. It's about, he's talking about travel. Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all of one's lifetime. So was it pot, Artie? Was no, it, it was not. <laughs> no, Pete, that was a killer quote. No. I love Mark it, Twain. Interesting, interesting about that. Yeah. Uh, you know that Mark Twain was one of the first people to ever come out publicly and talk about people visiting from other planets. Was he really? Did you know that? No. Yeah. He was one of the first people to. Uh, he were, he was lived in San Francisco, and when he was there, it was the only place that would really accept some of his wild ideas. And he believed that people couldn't people from other planets are here among us at this time. Um, he he believed it. He really believed. Well, okay. It. I mean, that's you know, I, I'm not a thing wrong with that. But but does not diminish my respect for all. him. Not at all. I, not mine either. But uh, no, that smell that you're smelling is. Uh, <clears throat> Pot infused roast beef. <laughs> no, it's just—it's it's, it's Manhattan's. It's strong. I don't smell the pot. You must not know what pot smells like. No, I know enough now that it's pretty much everywhere. Mm, no, I grew okay. up with it with my brothers. My brothers smoked it probably more than Pete did. You didn't? You didn't smoke pot? I was six. At six, you didn't smoke pot. I was playing with my Legos, you goof. What oh. you, let's sit there. Where's your little brother? We had the, we He's had the building cannabis. with his Legos, smoking weed. We had the cannabis. <laughs> what is Legos. that, Jim? It's a butterfly. <laughs> what are you making? <laughs> it's a flying worm. All right, here's my top of mind. I love summer. Don't we all? Who doesn't? With the sunshine, hot temps, long days. But as you get older, you find it takes a lot longer to recover from sitting shirtless in shorts on a wicker lounge chair. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. literally peeling you off. Oh, my daughter's calling me. I'm not sure why she doesn't realize I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, Maybe wicker's not good anyway. I mean, you got to be fit and trim to sit in wicker. I don't care who you are. Most people can't sit in wicker and get away with it. That's Emily. Yeah. She may be in labor. She's not in labor. She's she, not? No. I'm the default guy. Oh. When she can't get a hold of Karen, <laughs> uh, i got to uh, call Dad. <laughs> okay. So, Hi, Dad. So when is Emily due? She works with autistic kids. Oh, so, I, I thought so, you meant when, so she when is she due? Oh, I thought yeah. you said, what does she do? That's what I thought when is she said, too. What? Okay. No, when is she due? When is she due? When is she due? End of July. Okay. Next month. July. Next yeah. month. Okay. Well, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to air. <laughs> this might be <laughs> a special. Probably... Maybe in December. July. No, this podcast will air No, this will uh, air in August, July, August, right? End of no, July? it'll air immediately. 
people know we record in advance? In advance? No, we've they talked. don't. Yes, they, they don't we, know that. Because we make references to things that happened. <laughs> oh, well, great. That's fantastic. Okay, screaming babies yeah. now, along with pot-infused meatloaf. Apparently, one Man. of our listeners not well, happy they, with they the They want to get it quiet. <laughs> see, see what happens when you feed a child beef Manhattan with weed in it? <laughs> should, no, should, should we let our understand that it, this is not pot-infused roast beef. No, I was joking. It was a horrible joke. I apologize profusely. Do I have to edit no, this out? No. Now, now what am I going to do for dinner? You had my hopes up. Uh, let, me, let me quickly add got, this, though, because... I got, some, I got some crack cake. We are doing our podcast at AJ's Bar and Grill, which is honestly like one of the coolest mom-and-pop pubs in the area. So if you're ever up in the Geist, northeast side of, of, uh, of Indy, near Fishers, the Geist area, 79th and Fall Creek and the Kroger Plaza... Just travel on down toward AJ's, and I'm telling you, you, I don't think there's anything on the menu that isn't good. I've had so much. It's of all it. good. Yeah. It's all good. I'm looking it's at this picture behind. And, and they have the they have great entertainment on the weekends. Oh, I mean, yeah. really good uh, local high bands. quality. Literally some of, of the local best bands. strippers that you'll see. <laughs> there's I mean, no they, strippers that come in here. I saw strippers. Well, no, I didn't. I, there there are. They come to listen to the music. Oh, yeah. Well, that I didn't know. Yeah. They, they need name tags. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your usual who strippers. Bambi stripper. Yeah, that'll work. So, speaking of eating here, so you, we were all three sitting outside, having a dinner, having lunch. I yeah. think it was uh, yeah. you know a few weeks back. Uh, again, fant- fantastic food. We had an awesome server. She was great. Did a fantastic job. Yes. And we got on the subject of tipping. That's and right. boy, oh boy, in this day and age, can that run the gamut with opinions from people? Because personally, nothing more despicable than someone that goes to a restaurant and has a, leaves a crappy tip. And I'm not saying you had bad service. That's something you need to address. Because I'll tell you right now, thousands of times I've been out to eat, I can probably count, I don't even need one hand to count the number of times I got service that didn't deserve a tip. Very rare. So obviously I'm very fortunate. Totally, but yeah. I agree. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. I mean, very yeah. rarely do you get that kind of service. So what is wrong with you trying to figure out at least 20%? I don't understand that. Well, I, I agree. I mean, as you may not agree as a consumer that tipping is good, fashionable, you don't like it. That's just the system we use in the United States. Good, bad, or indifferent. You know that when you go out to eat at a restaurant, that that's accepted, that's policy, that's just the, the general way of things. And if you, don't, if you choose not to want to do that, then just don't go out to eat. Totally. There do not go. go out to eat. Yeah. That, well, yeah. It's real. Now, you know, go to other countries. It's totally different. I'll, 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 I'll give you a, a little primer on that if you want some time. But in this country, we've accepted that that is the way it is, good, bad, or indifferent. Abide by the rules or don't go out. Do you guys, Artie, do you have like a, a standard or a test that you kind of just, well, little in your head, you're crossing off all these things going, this person deserves a good tip? I, I, I don't get into it that far. Yeah. If they, if they, Jim Schliebner said this the best way. If they brought you what you needed and they stayed out of your way, then tip them at least 20% okay. at the minimum. But let me take this a little further. You get what you give. In other words, I had a dad that loved to take us out to dinner, and he just believed that every human being on the planet was put here to serve him, okay? Ooh. Now, I'm going to take this a little further. Here's, he would treat waitresses, waitresses like royalty, okay? But he had a weird way of doing that. 
whenever he wanted somebody to come and give him some service or or he needed something, he would do it this way. Darling, darling, and start snapping his fingers and pointing at him. Darling, darling, hey, darling, come here, and snapping his fingers. Mm -hmm. You know how many people will ignore him? Every one of them. Yeah. But and that's what he thought he should do because he really wanted their attention. Well, Darling, come well, here. Where did he come up with this? Did, did, did he read a? Is there an etiquette book that suggested doing that? I don't think so. Snapping your no, finger. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, snap your fingers and call them my darling. What, get uh, them over in what, a heartbeat. What were your grandparents like? So his parents, did you know them well enough to know? They that were. He, that they, he, they, they seemed to be mean. So he maybe. All of, I'm talking about both sides of my family. The both yeah. of them, except for my grandfather on my mom's side. My papa was probably the most polite person I know. But uh, to be honest with you, they were they were just they were rude to servers, and that's how I learned that servers are people and they need to be treated like that. How much did people go out? I mean, I just I know my mom, being old country, and my mom passed away when I was eleven. But she loved to cook, so she didn't really wasn't a she loved to go out. But it's not like we all of us are nowadays. I mean, honestly, I know you guys love to cook, but you do love to go out, too. I love to go out. When you find a great absolutely. place that makes stuff that you love, absolutely mm -hmm. you love to go out. I, I've always wondered, like, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, like, when did going out become more the thing? Because it's, now it's just commonplace. It's very... Yeah. This is, that's one thing Mark Craig, remember our buddy Mark Craycraft? Sure. He used to say that Indianapolis is the most going out to eat town he's ever lived in. Yeah. And it's true. I think this is. Probably, there's tons but do you of restaurants think, do you think your town. grandparents had a lot of choices? Did they go out to eat a lot or no? Or did they, they eat did, at home? They, they, no. <laughs> there you go. In Memphis, Tennessee, there were a lot of choices. A lot of choices. But they always went out, but they went to the same place. Gotcha. Okay? They went yes. to the same place every time. Okay. And it, usually it was a cafeteria. Okay. So they get the, you know, the, 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 the carrot and raisin salad. And the, the the pork Manhattans or yeah. whatever it was. I mean, yeah. it's boring, boring. I was boring never food. a cafeteria guy. Like we had MCL. No. Never, never go to a cafeteria named after a ligament. <laughs> I mean, I just you know, I don't know. Well, I'll I be honest. Uh, there was a the, the Memphis barbecue is the best, and we would do that at least once every two well, weeks. Come on, that's the but best. Memphis not, barbecue was the best. Yeah, it's the best barbecue, best. right? Yeah. To some, it's the best you can get. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I miss it so much. Yeah. When I was a kid, going out was a, a treat. I mean, and we tend to go to nicer places. Yes. Uh, I mean, there, right. there, there, there weren't a lot of options. Uh, I mean, fast food was just sort of becoming the, the thing. So, but so to go out was, you know, kind of a, a, a real treat. And my mom loved to cook, and she was a great cook. And my dad would always say, well, why do I want to go out to eat? Because I can't get anything better than what you cook, which was actually true. But, nice. you know, on occasion, my mom w wanted a break. Sure. Duh. So, And my, I recall my, my parents um, were, well, my, my dad, uh, his, his father, my grandfather, was actually a chef in, in Boston. So he sort of grew up around that whole culture of the restaurants and tipping, and he was always a generous tipper. And I had a favorite uncle, my Uncle Mike, and, uh, and he, he was a generous tipper. So I kind of learned cool. from there yeah. that that was the way to – and I was, I was a waiter for a number of years in, in college. So, I you know, found I, that uh, waiters are very good tippers. People that are oh, servers, they're very good absolutely. tippers. Absolutely. They're probably over tippers oh, yeah. in general. Yeah. Every, uh, every city has places like this too, you, you know, but you think about it. Uh, what I love about it is when you go to a place like in Indianapolis, anybody that's traveled to Indy knows this restaurant at St. Elmo's mm -hmm. downtown. Those, those, I mean, there's got to be a different, I don't know what you would, I don't want to call them waiters because they're, they're, they're servers. Serve, there's like, has to be like a more sophisticated term because mm -hmm. those, there's waiters there that have been there 30, 40 plus years. Yeah. And they make well into the six figures. Yes. Because they're extraordinary at what they do. Granted, their tabs are phenomenal, but 
you know you have a different appreciation when you are when you go to a place like that and not to diminish flow at the diner you know when somebody comes in for a piece of apple pie and a, and a, and a coffee because here's the other thing i think sometimes rubs me the wrong way is when somebody goes in and you you have like a two dollar three dollar and you're leaving 50 cents or you're leaving change i think that's personally absolutely if, if it's a two dollar leave a five dollar bill so it's a crazy stinking. What do you do in leaving change? I, I just that that's just me. I don't get it. I agree. I just don't get that. You're yeah. you're literally sitting there. Oh, I had a coffee and I had a piece of pie. It was two dollars and twenty five cents. So what is that? So twenty percent. So it's what fifty cents, forty cents. You are really in good conscience going to leave that individual forty, fifty cents. If you're a server and you hear somebody say, "Do you have change for a oh dollar?" Gosh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Get out. No, I don't. What so what? 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 Uh, what can really enhance your experience? What, what's a really good waiter or, or waiter, uh, waitress? And do you try to engage your waiter or waitress when they uh, approach your table? I think a good sign, just one thing, and you guys share yours too. One thing for me is when they do what you want them to, and you don't know they've done it. They've already done it. So, like, you're sitting there talking, and you look, and your water's full again. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Or they notice. They brought me an iced tea, and I I was almost done. They noticed we needed a few napkins without being told. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or or here's here's one of my gauges, good, bad, or indifferent, is um, if I, I order iced tea, and I'll order two lemons. Okay, I just just I just like a That's lot of lemon. So I will usually tip really really good if the next iced tea they bring me there's an additional two lemons. Yeah. Oftentimes they don't remember the second time around the lemons. So I I, I noticed stuff like that. Mm. Makes it makes a difference. Artie, you got one that stands out as far as what a good server does for you I, that you just really well, appreciate. Everything you just mentioned, but if they here again. This is the this is the old bartender in me when I used to be a bartender. I would I literally will seek out good servers. In other words, people that I have had an acquaintance with that have I've learned, you know, from going and having being served by them. If they moved restaurants or something, I will go there. I will go to that server. I will go where that server is. And people used to do that with me when I was bartending. It's like it's like doing comedy. Oh, yep. we're going to go see Artie. Yep. Why? Cuz he's funny. I think that's 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 a good thing, yeah. isn't it? It's I a mean, great to, thing. It's a great thing to know you've got people reputation. coming and they're requesting you, right? And hopefully the business is paying attention because you're the type of person mm-hmm. they are never going to get rid of. That's right. If we've got people yeah. coming back for you, you know that's that's pretty awesome. I, yeah. I, I do have to share this, and maybe you guys, if we'll have a short story before we wrap this podcast up, but I know you said you worked in it. I when I first went graduated high school was going to IUPUI for a little bit, and then I decided. You know, I wanted to get into radio, so I ended up going to the uh, Columbia School of Broadcasting. So I had to get some, had to get a job. So I answered an ad for, and this was 1983, for a restaurant that used to be really big in the Indianapolis market. And I think they were uh, they were all over the country, ground round. Oh yeah, yeah. this was a yeah. restaurant where you you throw your peanut shells on the floor, right? Just basically have at it, which I is kind of a cool. couple of Super Bowls at a ground round. Food not bad. I mean, kind of yeah. pre TGI Friday kind of food, but decent. Yeah. You know, good American pub type food. Right. So I went there to be a server. So I get there, uh, 10, 10.30 to do training. So I do my paperwork stuff, get done with that. And uh, then they introduced me to the uh, the waiter, or the, I was a waitress, I think, that I was going to shadow to, to, to watch and learn. <laughs> this so is hilarious. 10.30. I cannot imagine you being so, a server. About 11 o'clock, you know, we're raking the rounds to two to three tables. And we do that for about half hour, 45 minutes. 
and she lets me bring stuff out. I'm not in, engaging, but you know, she does introduce me to the people at the table. This is and Jim. Then, then he's, he's special. He's training. And he's going to be dropping your food off That's for you. That's his bus with the big doors. And <laughs> it's 12 o'clock, and the, the manager goes, Jim, uh, feel free, half-hour lunch, and uh, we'll see you again. Half-hour lunch, never came back. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I knew right away this was not... Not only was it not my cup of tea, it was not my cup of anything. <laughs> I mean, you name it. I was just not... That's ca- sad. So, kind of sort of gave me an appreciation for people that do it yeah. and do it well. Yeah. Because my son, Stefan, who's a general manager, he's opened up a bunch of different restaurants in Indianapolis. Yeah. He works with a lot of people in the bartending business the, and, the, and the waitstaff business. And the people that are really, really good at it, there's a reason. Yeah. And there's an attrition rate that's insane when it comes to restaurants and keeping people... And, and having good people, you know, when you go to a lot of places you eat at, those people that are typically there, most of those servers are the best of the best. They're good at what they yeah. do. Now, you know, different grades of restaurants and things like that. But I, I kid you not, I, I think it helped me have a better appreciation because yeah, I, I love leaving a good tip. Yeah. And, and not I, 20%, even above. Yeah. And I, you know? I will tell you, there, there's there's a handful of places near, near my house that I frequent a lot and they have good food, but that's, you know, that's almost secondary, at least equal to, I like to sit at the bar when I, when I go and I know the bartenders and they know me and they know my rituals. They know what I like. Uh, they, they know when I want to engage with them. They know when I want to sit there and look on my phone or, or, or whatever. And I appreciate that. And, and that's a lot of the reason I continue to go back to those types of places. I, ha- I can't get it used to this. We went to the ballpark the other night. We saw an Indians game the other night at Victory Field. And I'm not used to tipping at the ballpark. They're now doing it. You can't, you can't use cash anywhere in the ballpark. You have to use your card, your debit card, or your credit card, whatever. But you can put a tip on there. They, they always, here's the tip, but here, here's the, here it is, 10, 20, 25%. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't look at you as a server. I, I look at you as somebody that is taking my order. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I don't know what to do. No, but tell, I, but I'm going to tell you what to do. Please. Don't don't tip. Okay. And, and if that sounds harsh, I'm sorry. If you come to my table, take my order, deliver my food, make my experience great, I'm going to leave you a great tip. Yeah. If I'm I'm not going to tip you for the job that you were hired to do. Okay. I'm okay. I'm sorry. If you're, for instance, I go to Starbucks. I don't tip there. That's their job. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Well, they're, let, me, not, let me ask you this. Let's say you ordered a sandwich right now, and somebody brought you their food because it's their job. What would you do? I would tip them. But that's their job. It, it, that's that's a different. It's, it's a different arrangement the, that we've made in our society. I, oh, okay. That's I, a I, that doesn't explain anything. I got to I got to separate from this because uh, you know when you're at a Starbucks and you're making that beverage and you bring it that uh, it's tip worthy, maybe not to the level of a of a full blown restaurant where you tip above average or something like that. But uh, come on, if you're talking a buck or two, and and most times, like those at the Indians games, that's all put in a collective, and the three or four people that work in that stand for the game, they split, split it that, equally. Yeah. You know, so it's a little more money in their yeah. pocket at well, the end of the it's night. It's just that's new to me. That's yeah. all. Well, it is, it is, and, I think it's but, a relatively but, new thing. But, where, but, but you know, 
here, here, this is all predicated on COVID. None of this existed True. before yeah. well, that, COVID. Yeah, right, that didn't. So, so why? why? Why are we perpetuating this? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my point, yeah. and, I, and I, I am by no means a cheapskate, believe me. Oh, no, no, you're no. not. No, so, no, I'm uh, sure you tip well. Yeah, I'm so sure you I, I just have my, yeah. I just have my, my, my certain uh, boundaries. The other day, I'm ordering something online. I can't make this stuff up. I had <laughs> oh, an no. option whether I wanted to tip the shipping department of the people that I was buying stuff from online. Yeah, that's a new oh, one. Are you serious? Yeah, really? I've not, yes. I've not seen that. that, that, that I haven't seen that either. Yeah, but that, I, 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 I was you. stunned. I'm not downing you, but that is a shocker. Yeah. So, Pete, did you ever work in the biz? Did you ever work in a restaurant? Or Oh, yeah. I, I, I had several waiting jobs okay. going to college. Okay. Absolutely. Did you wear a skirt? <laughs> an apron? <laughs> he wore a hat? Did you wear a hat? He worked at. Clark. I actually, I did. You know, I tell you what, you guys are going to love a paper hat. You guys are going to love this. I worked. One of my first waiting jobs was, I think, after my junior year in college. Uh, I worked at a restaurant here in town, no longer here, but you remember it, Jolly Ox. Oh, oh sure. Yes. We had to wear like pirate shirts. Oh my little, God! Little, did Jolly you have to wear the pirate cap? Not the cap. Oh, but they had a little, little puffy shirts. Oh you my know. God! You're like Judge Reinhold at Fast Times. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Fish and chip place. That was it. That's yeah. hysterical. Yes, that's what I, well, I, I like Jerry Seinfeld. That's serious. Uh-huh. I don't want to be a pirate. So what about Mr. Widgery? Where, where'd you work? Which restaurant? Um, Cafe St. James. It was up here in Geist. Not oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That. Hang on a second. That was a good restaurant. He died. The James died, unfortunately. That was your cue to start laughing hilariously. Uh, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I forgot he did. Because they had a nice wine list, didn't oh, they? Oh, they had a great wine list. That was list. a great restaurant. It was, a, it was wonderful. He did a great job. But uh, his father-in-law was a bum and uh, closed yeah. down and took everybody. I, we, I, literally, I was, in, I was working for an advertising agency, and we came up, and we put this beautiful ad together, had paid a photographer and everything. And as soon as the day it hit on the Indianapolis Monthly, the first day the full-page ad hit, he closed the doors and stiffed all of us. Ooh. Stiffed every one of us. It was, it was his father-in-law that did that, James' well, father You know, there's that. a theme going here. You've been stiffed a lot in your life, haven't you, Artie? I'm usually stiff almost all the time. Okay. Uh, is, that a, is that a good note? Huh? Well, there's a reason why we don't videotape the show. <laughs> so, Sorry, he keeps moving this furniture. There is a reason why. Yeah. Yeah, Artie would have been a really good psychic. Watch the table levitate. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? It's a seance. <laughs> yeah. Right. Rising something from the dead. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, if you're going to go out and eat, uh, especially at a great place like AJ's tip, Bar tip, and Grill, tip, any tip. place, yeah, be, be generous. Tip, be, tip, be, tip, be nice. Tip. Because honestly, God, I mean, I know bad service will happen from time to time. And there are some people that are just parentally, I mean, my son will tell me this all the time. There are demographics. There are certain groups of people that are the worst tippers on the planet. They'll they'll have a two $300 tab and leave nothing. Oh, come on. No. Uh, really? No, I'm not kidding. That sounds like somebody forgot. Tell yeah. me. I know you're not kidding, but are you kidding? No, I wish that's, I was. That's, 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 no, and he's worked a lot. That's worse than rude. I, I, oh, I wonder how those people can, actually, can make that justification. They don't don't, come, they, don't they, come back here. I, I'm sure there's other aspects of their life that they do similar things. It wouldn't yeah, surprise yeah, you. So yeah. it's just who they are, Yeah, type of people they are. But, you know, on behalf of you and Artie, and when you go out, tip, please. I mean, take these yeah. people, honest, they're not making a, a killer amount of money. No, no. But you can help them, obviously, and, and, and accordingly, you go to a nicer restaurant. You know, you're going to tip more anyway. I get it, but just and don't leave change. Ugh, you no. can't live with uh, yourself if you leave change. Yes, 
Oh, wow. So there was the Mark Twain quote, and now we have the Artie quote. Yes. You can't live with yourself. If you leave change. If you leave change, you filthy thing. You need to change. <laughs> you filthy pig. <laughs> we always have to get in our Andy Warhol quote on the podcast. but Oh, I've got a lot of those. I know we do. We're we, going to we save those. A, we're going to save those for the next one. We're going to do a whole damn episode on that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, yeah on your dance, dance Party USA beta tape yeah. that you had. <laughs> Yes, so much. Well, that would be pretty mind, good stuff. Artie, thank quotes. you, sir. Appreciate you. you being along for this podcast. As always, you did a fantastic job. Thanks. It's no. amazing that you write everything down and remember it like that. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, I have a I have a photographic memory. Yes, it's, you do. No, it's a didentic memory. Yeah. It's a what? Identic memory. Identic. Yeah. Pete Molina, thank you. Thanks for being here. Chief Eddie Amo. Pete, Pete always has that look like, what am I doing here? <laughs> no, he's, trying to remember his, he's trying to remember his Italian. I know, but he's oh. so good at it, I think it, he right? said, kiss my ass. I think so. the three of us need to go on an Italian road trip. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's go to Rome. We'll do our podcast from Rome. Sure. And teach a little Italian and take you all to some I, little restaurants. I want to be a gladiator. You know, honestly, yeah. there has to be a sign. That would be like the sign of the end times. The little little card table set up in the middle of the Coliseum, and it's the boomers with beverages doing their show. Could you imagine people would be like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, they're speaking. What's, yeah. that, what's that language? Yeah. What is that? It's, what is uh, it? It's uh, a American comic. I suspect the Italian police would remove us very quickly. We are Probably. going to, uh, as always, wrap up with a little uh, little thought here. Uh, it's, this is actually some lawyerly advice. How do you like that? Lawyer. Lawyerly. 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 Oh. Well, my daughter, my daughter Lizzie, will be Lizzie? the judge. Lizzie. Lizzie. Yes. Lizzie? She'll Lizzie. be the judge of that. She will be an amazing lawyer, by the way. Uh, so here's our uh, friendly lawyerly advice. Uh, dance like no one is watching, but text an email like it will be read in court one day. Because <laughs> it probably will. We want to thank you for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Check our website, boomerswithbeverages.com. Already thank you. Pete, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We will talk to you again on Boomers with Beverages. 